Welcome to Chatting with Camille, helping you share the gospel of Jesus Christ at church, home, and beyond. Welcome. Let's talk about ways that you can share the gospel of Jesus Christ at church. We're going to go over ways that you can teach the lesson, how can I share the gospel? This lesson is taught November 26th. This is the Sunday after American Thanksgiving and right before December. It's also the week where we just finished talking about Jonah. It's a popular one in the Bible, so it's an easy one to talk about. I have a free printable for you where you can cut out a picture of a whale and tape it onto a clothespin so that the whale's mouth opens and closes. Make this whale for this part of your lesson. It's called Chomp Your Fear or It Will Chomp You. Remember with Jonah, he didn't want to go and teach the people of Nineveh. So he ran away, he got thrown off the ship, and he was eaten by a whale. Most people have obstacles to overcome before they're ready to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with their friends. It's the natural man in us. We all get scared. We all have doubts. That's normal. What we could do, though, is overcome those fears and those doubts. There are a couple of sea animals that you could print out. Have everybody write one of their obstacles to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with others on the back of one of these animals, the octopus, the squid, or the crab. Whales eat these animals. Then invite somebody to you share their answer. What is their obstacle? And they read it out loud and they put it out in front of themselves. And you come in with the whale chomping along. Here's where the whale's either going to chomp the fear or it's going to chomp you. Obviously, don't hurt anybody. We're just being playful here, okay? They're going to hold up their fear and then they're going to brainstorm ways where they can overcome their fear. Whether it's just to doubt their doubts, right? Or if it's to put their trust in the Lord, like our youth theme has been. Or whatever it is, they're going to say something. And if they can't think of something, involve the whole class, let them phone a friend, and slowly come as they come up with an answer to overcome their obstacle, the whale gets to eat that fear. Whoever's fear the whale ate now gets to be the whale. This is called a popcorn method where they now get to be the one with the whale and they get to pick the next person to go. It's a great way to involve the whole class, but you have to also make sure that everybody's comfortable sharing. If there's going to be somebody that you aren't sure is willing to share in front of your class, then make sure you either talk to them beforehand or maybe do a different method. The popcorn method is also great because it's friends picking on friends or classmates asking other classmates instead of a teacher or a leader asking for their input. It's less threatening and it's a great way to give everybody a turn to be the chomper and have some fun. The last person to be the whale would then chomp your fear and then you can end that way. Idea number two, practice. One of the biggest fears is we just don't know what to say when somebody asks about something or we're afraid we're not going to know what to say, right? So practice. Have some phrases that you can say together as a class so that you are all prepared. Think about things that you normally do or normally wear even. Do you have a shirt that maybe you use from camp or sweatshirt, right? That maybe has a scripture verse on it or says, let God prevail. Do you have a vinyl sticker? Like I sell those gospel vinyl stickers in my store. Maybe you have one of those on your water bottle. Do you have a CTR ring that you wear? What could you say if somebody asks you about those particular things? And think very specific examples. Don't think generally. If nobody owns the CTR ring in your class, then don't talk about it. Think about things that your class actually has and talk about a specific way that you can answer somebody's inquiry about that. Whether it's, oh, I love your sweatshirt. Where did you get it? Or it's, oh, what does the CTR stand for? Or, oh, 
oh, I know a guy that's so funny with that gospel vinyl sticker. What could you say in response that might share a little bit of the gospel without being overwhelming for either you answering that or your friend who's commenting on something that you have? Think about what you could say about the weekend. You know, we're always encouraged to talk about church when somebody asks us about our weekend. So what specifically could you say this week? Or what could you usually say every week? What kind of things could you actually say? help them find the words. Again, there's things in their home probably. Maybe they have a picture of a temple in their home or a picture of Jesus Christ. Let them think about it and come up with responses. Write them up on the board. Send them out in an email later on so they can remember and they can practice those responses and be more confident and ready to say something when somebody asks. This also works well with righteous habits. So it doesn't just have to be things that people see, right? It's also things that we do. Why don't you drink coffee? Or why would you never vape? Or why do you go to church on Sundays? Can't you just go Wednesday night and that's good enough? Things like that. You could split up into groups, act some of those scenes out, come up with real responses. Do not say anything in the class that you would not say in real life. So if you wonder if somebody would actually say that, ask them, would you really say that in real life? Or are you just saying that because it sounds good for this class? Make sure that they're 100% real responses that you would really be comfortable saying in real life. You can act them out, you can brainstorm together, whatever works for your class. Idea number three. This lesson is November 27th. That's right before December and the Christmas rush. It's a perfect time to share the gospel with the church's initiative, Light the World. Lighting the world is really just being ourselves in a brighter, more public way. Talk about ways that you and your class can light the world, whether it's an activity that you're going to plan together right now, or it's just ideas that you can brainstorm together and then report back on every week in December before Christmas. I have a sheet of ways that you can spread light on my blog, ccanscratch.com, that you can use. For example, invite your friends to help make a new Christmas playlist. Once you have built the list, share it so they can use it too. That's easy. You can do it. And it's spreading light because it's spreading love. It's spreading the gospel message with those Christmas songs. There's so many fun ways that you can do it. Read the list to get people thinking and brainstorm more. What else could you do? Think about how you can do things that you normally do and twist it with a little bit of Christmas or with that additional gospel message. For example, if you bring baked goods to your neighbor, all the time awesome. The next time you bring baked goods to a neighbor, add a scripture on top or add a picture of Jesus or ask them about their Christmas decorations. Something that just puts a little bit more of the gospel in your interaction. And again, find a way that you can do that as a youth activity in December. You're already meeting together. Why not put this principle into practice? Idea number four, remind your class the Lord doesn't ask us to do anything that we can't do, especially with his help. Next year's theme, all things are possible through Christ. Obviously, we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ if we just have faith to act, trust in the Lord, and do those things that he has asked us to do. In fact, as we share the gospel, we're actually gaining a greater peace and happiness because we're being obedient to the Lord's commandments because he wants us to share the gospel with every single one of his children. We all deserve a chance to hear his message and to feel his love. Yes, it might push us out of our comfort zone, just like it pushed Jonah out of his comfort zone to go to Nineveh, but we can do it. A great resource to help you see that you really can do this and the Lord will help you is using the Preach My Gospel manual. There are some great resources in here that you can bring up. For example, the chapter, How Do I Find People to Teach? Obviously, we're not full-time missionaries, but we do come in contact with people all the time. And there's tips in here that will help us bring that gospel conversation in natural and normal ways with 
love all the time. The ideas in this book include developing the faith to find. So strengthen your own faith first and know that the Lord's going to help you. Like I said, he's not going to ask us to do something that is impossible. Number two, talk with everyone. And with this talk with everybody, it has some ideas that are great that you could go over. It says, talk to people about their families. Help them see how the restored gospel can be a blessing to their families. Look for clues of things in their homes or in their yards that you can talk about and form a bond over before you talk about the gospel. Be warm, friendly, and cheerful. Offer to help. Do some service. Service. Number three, teach when you find and find when you teach. Again, you having those practice phrases of things that you can automatically say because you have them memorized is so helpful. When we find people, take that opportunity to teach however much they are ready for. And we learned from Elder Holland that sometimes people aren't ready for our whole fountain that we're ready to share, right? He gave his talk to finish that question. How many years later? <laughs> Obviously, we're not always going to be able to say everything we want and to be able to at least say a short little bit and share that light and testimony with others is a great start. If you go to the back of the chapters too, there's usually some little challenges and ideas that you can use as well. For example, the very last page in this chapter, chapter nine, it says, share your four generation chart. That's something that you can connect with with people doing family history with others is a great way to share the gospel. Go with the missionaries sometimes to help practice and to get used to it and see how they view it and how you can do it. Invite the missionaries into your class and just get to know them and see if that's even a possibility. Would they be willing to have you go on a visit with them and how and when and what would you say and what would you do and answer those fears and questions that would come up because that is a scary thing as well. Let's overcome that fear too. Those are four ideas that you can use as you get ready to teach. How can I share the gospel? Print out that Jonah and the whale printable. Talk about chomping those fears, overcome those obstacles, practice those sayings, light the world, get some ideas again on ccanscratch.com, print these and get going and sharing the gospel. It's a great season. People are open and happy and they want to talk more about Jesus Christ in the month of December. So let's do it. Let's practice and let's make a habit. Come discover more gospel fun at cknscratch.com.